first and foremost, I think realizing that you're not the only one feeling this way often is probably, um, a good realization. And I mean, it goes back to just having people you can trust with these conversations, because when you're in this business, we all, we always say that you can often feel alone in your own head and in your own actions, and it can be very easy to slip further into a funk um, and not knowing how to get yourself out or feeling like it's just you because we constantly see other people celebrating wins on social media and not necessarily sharing the downside of things, which often there are. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Welcome to this week's episode of Level Up. I'm Katie and I'm here with Daniel, who is smiling away. We are so happy today. So happy. It Hello. Is, it is a sunny day today. So that is great. It's going to be sunny for the next six months. Summer starts now, people. Six we months. had a false alarm. What was it? A couple of weeks ago, there was like fake summer and everybody thought it was summer and then it became winter again. It was, it's so depressing when that happens. Uh, I don't even mind the rain. I don't, when it's, when it's like 15 degrees, rain is actually okay. Really? I go dancing in the rain. I, I, I get sick of rain, maybe a day, but like we've had, like, it feels like six months of rain. <laughs> it's been six months. Well, it's been more than six. It's been two and a half years of of, of shit annoyingness. we're now we're out of covid we're out of winter well, markets a, turning around i mean speaking of covid they've we yeah. were talking about this earlier that they've declared it's now not a i don't even know what the official term is but it's just not a thing anymore who declared who's like they? it's not like, a, like somebody said like i don't know if it was like like we don't the, care the national was it the, the, the doctor the who? one of those doctors the who like the, the band, <laughs> the, <laughs> the guess who, Burton Cummings showed up and he was just like, over, it's over. It just, I know there was something that said like, it's basically like, I believe you. Well, is it because it's moved Health on to something else? Okay, wait, wait. The World Health Organization three days ago so who? declared that COVID-19 no longer represents a global health something. It's cut off. Global health probably emergency, I'm assuming, or something. So it's, it's just still a in... pandemic. Oh, but it's well, a little less exciting, but it's not an emergency anymore. I don't it's know. It's not an emergency because we've known about it for two and a half years. If people like, uh, anyway, like if you haven't taken attention yet, yeah. I mean, I went to multiple doctor's offices this morning, as you know, because I'm an old bastard and this is now what life is becoming and they all still require masks. Yeah, that's true. And that was not a thing three years ago. I, I didn't wear a mask in my life. Me neither. Prior to this. Ever. Ever. And I did, and I and admittedly, I looked at people who did wear masks like they were crazy. Joke's on us. True. So, 
Maybe crazy yeah. is a stretch. I just didn't understand. But anyway, it's not an emergency anymore. So I guess, what does that mean? We should start like licking people again? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. All right. <laughs> Get back to normal. Lick everybody. Get back to licking people and breathing heavily in rooms and coughing loudly out into the open. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what that's what I'll do. When, there you go. Once this recording is done, I'm going to go outside and start licking folks. All right. So if you see me and I lick you, just know that it comes from a place of love and not from me wanting to spread disease because there's no disease to be worried about anymore. There's no it's emergency actually, anymore. It's actually celebration is what it is. All right. So what are we talking about this week? Is there any segue we can take from all those weird things we just said? Well, possibly. Probably. I, I mean, so. yeah. So today we want to talk about getting out of a funk or a low point that you might be feeling. And it happens often in this industry, this line of work or in life in general, <laughs> we all get into True. funks. We want the funk. Oh God. You know I love that song. I've been listening um, to a lot of funk lately. Actually yesterday when I made dinner, I had the funk soundtrack going. Kids did not love it at all. That's unfortunate. But we're trying to get out of the funk. We're not trying to get that's into true. the funk. <laughs> They didn't want they to get have, into a funk. They should have listened to this. They would have known how to get me to turn the music off. But that anyway, so yes, you're right. So in business, I mean, yes, in life, I guess that's true. Everybody's in a place where it sucks from time to time. But I think maybe the segue is if we're coming out of two and a half years of things being difficult and annoying and painful, and now COVID's not an emergency anymore and everything's wonderful, if all that's left is you're looking at your business saying, wow, do I need to get this going because things are not clicking the way that I wanted, that's what this is about. Mm -hmm. How do we get you out of your own head, out of your way, and into the driver's seat, baby? Mm -hmm. How do you do that? It's a very good I don't question. Know. Tune in next week for the answer to that question. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay. First and foremost, I think realizing that you're not the only one feeling this way often is probably um, a good realization. And I mean, it goes back to just having people you can trust with these conversations because when you're in this business, we all, we always say that you can often feel alone in your own head and in your own actions, and it can be very easy to slip further into a funk, um, and not knowing how to get yourself out or feeling like it's just you. Cause we constantly see other people celebrating wins on social media and not necessarily sharing the downside of things, which often there are. So it's, it's a very, it's, it's, it's hard to get out of that because you're in your own head constantly. Yeah. I mean, getting out of your head and into somebody else's is, or is a just little bit helpful. dumping but, what's in your head out to other people. Yeah. Well, that's it. When, when you feel like you're, it does start with the lonely feeling of being stuck with your own thoughts and just recycling negativity with yourself makes things pretty tough. Right. So I think, talking to people, learning what their situation is, all of those things will in different ways help you start to get through things. And maybe, well, and I, I want to take a step back from that if I can, can I? Go for it. May I? I think really, if you have the ability, and maybe this does involve other people, being able to ask yourself what it is that your funk is, like evaluate where you're at and what it is. Why are you smiling? 
I, I associate funk with like smell too. So what so is should I funk? change? Well, you, you started with funk, although it's I mean, true. I guess. Cause like our original was get out of the shit. <laughs> Which is also kind of a funk in a different way or similar to what Another you just word. said. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Getting out of a rut, getting okay. out of a, a little pothole on your road of life, a speed bump, if you will. <laughs> Two opposite directions. Yeah, I was about to say speed bump. <laughs> they both bother your drive, though. Um, but, but I feel yeah, like I a think... rut or a pothole is worse than a speed bump. Yes. I guess it depends on the depth of the pothole <laughs> or the height of the bump. Anyway, <laughs> but that's part of why you need to take a step back and say, okay, what is it that actually has me down here? And sometimes that's possible on your own. Sometimes it's easier. And I think most things are easier, to your point in talking to other people, but evaluating where you're at before we get into future steps, which I think we'll start to look at things outside of strictly the negative part of things will help give context to actually having the conversation with people and with yourself about how to start getting yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely important. And also just, I think that when you talk to people, you realize that it's just, it's, it's not a you problem. It's a very general, normal problem people have. And I think, especially when it comes to this industry, it can feel like you're constantly putting in the work and you're not typically seeing results until a while later. And it's trying to keep hold on, hold tight to that belief that something's going to come from it. And it can be really hard to do that because you just keep feeling like you're getting kicked down or disappointment after disappointment. And for most people, I think we reach a point where it's like, okay, come on already. Like, when am I going to get a break? So yeah. it happens often to all of us. Um, I don't know if that's helpful for people though. Cause when you're in that feeling, it's like, okay, good for you. I feel like shit don't make me feel even worse. <laughs> well, I, I think it's helpful to know you're not the only one, but I think for a lot of people, it's also like, yeah, like that doesn't make me feel better that other people are miserable or other people are having the same problems. Like I understand yeah. if somebody's listening to that and saying, okay, that's great. You're, you're also in a rut, but that doesn't get me out of mine. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But it contributes to mindset, I think. And without the proper mindset of actually wanting to remedy the situation, you it's a self-fulfilling prophecy with everything that you do, right? So if you're feeling like nothing's going right, or you're feeling like, you know, life owes you a break or whatever it is, with each time that things don't go exactly to plan, it's going to be compounded in a negative way, not just making you feel bad, but making you feel worse than it did. Because it's just kind of like another thing on the list of like, oh, of course this didn't work. Yeah. And now totally. this sucks too. So yeah. coming at it with a different mindset of I'm going to fix this or I'm going to take steps to better my situation without the expectation that just by doing X, it's a magic. Like we always talk about how there's no magic pill for anything, yeah. right? Um, I think- picking yourself a strategy or picking yourself what you're going to do in a similar way to the way we talk about setting business plans and goals and focus and all that will not only help you continue the journey to getting better, 
but it will hopefully come equipped with not having this preconceived notion that it needs to be fixed in a day or in a week or whatever. You're always knowing that the goal is ahead of you, which is a more positive mindset than if this doesn't work, then screw the world. Of course it didn't work. I'm even worse off than I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I find slowing down my thinking really helps because I make things I'm laughing only because I know I just talked like a lightning bolt. And then you're like, I find slowing down. This is like the two, <laughs> the two elements. I'm like, and here's what you have to do. And you're like, you know what I think? Slow down. But it's, it's easy. Okay. First of all, it's easier said than done. However, when I do that, a lot of the things that I'm actually worried about or upset about really aren't that big of deal. Like we, it's not, I feel like we're not as like advanced as we think we are as adults, because you see kids do this all the time where, you know, they stub their toe and if they really focus on it and if they really, you know, just make it bigger than what it actually is, it, that's what it becomes. Um, and they're not actually thinking about like practical practicality, like, okay, this isn't a big deal, but I, I feel like adults do the exact same thing in different ways. And, you know, like, I could think of even just like I sent off an offer and I'm, I'm thinking of like all the negative ways that it's going to come back to me and this offer isn't going to work out and this agent is going to yell at me and he's going to tell me I've, I've come come in super low and it's just like all of these, like, what? He's going to yell at you. Well, that no, but if he yells at you. you think of like all the negative things that could happen and then assume that that's like the outcome is going to be a negative one versus okay, first of all, none of that has happened yet. And number two, if it does happen, it happens and I can deal with it. But it's just really about stopping that negative train that you tend to jump on. And I think may maybe there's people out there that are <laughs> that naturally flow to the positive side, but I, I find I don't. It's like, I have to like really think about switching that mindset. Well, I, I think we've talked about the people in our lives who we know who just have that natural positive flow and vibe and whatever's going on in their head. It's I, I could I tell myself that based on the way that they act and the way they react to things, they're just generally positive people who probably it's not that they don't have a care in the world. It's just they choose the right side of the fence in the way that they deal with things and approach things and react. Yeah. And it makes a big difference obviously in your own mood, but it impacts the people around you in such a way that the way people will interact with you is more positive. Like there's a yeah. contagious nature to the way that you're, that you're behaving and reacting to things. Um, and so I, I think that again, mindset and mood and the way that you deal with things is very impactful to how you're going to react to the future things that are happening to you. Yeah. And I think also going back to the first point of talking to people, you've got to watch out who you talk to because it can be very easy if you surround yourself with similar minded people who always just not always, but that often complain or think about the negative side of things. Like if you've, you're a collection of people that are thinking that way, it doesn't really help you either. So um, it's really about finding people that will hopefully lift you up and get you out of and, and make you feel like you're not alone, but that you can get out of it. So, okay. 
going to take that to a different point, which I think it kind of goes without saying based on what we've been talking about. But you mentioned the fact that a lot of the time, these negative things are not as big a deal as we mm. might think they are. And maybe it's compounding because it seems like a lot of little things are happening. But we need to be able to take the time to take a step back and look at the other stuff and actually focus on what's good. What can we be, you know, I, I, I don't throw around the word. I know people talk about gratitude and grateful. And I know that's the right word for me. It's, I don't know. It seems, it seems fluffy to me, too but it's positive true. to me. It's too positive. It is. Well, I'm the negative person in our relationship. I you think. are. Yes. So, but when you take a step back, I don't care how negative you are, you'll be able to find things that are positive and find things that are right now happening to you or that you're doing that are good. Mm -hmm. And doing that will always bring you at least a step or two away from where you're at in the right direction, right? Whether it's your kids, whether it's, you know, you did do something in business that was positive, or you've made some progress with such and such, or whatever it is, micro or macro, if you take the time to do that, then it's impossible to keep your mind 100% negative, which is where you need to get away from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I know it sounds super fluffy, but it, it does work when you really look for the positives, then more positives come to you. It's not even more positives comes to you. It's just, you start noticing all the positives more so than the negatives, which is all you really need to turn around your mindset and approach. If you are looking for them, you'll find it the same way. If you're yeah. looking for negative shit, yeah. you'll find it. Exactly. Like, we talk about this in lots of different contexts where we expect something to be a certain way or we expect a person to be a certain way, whether or not they are that way, that's what you notice because it's what you're looking for, right? Mm -hmm. And positive or negative, right? If you're expecting someone to be funny, they're going to be funnier than they probably are because you're looking for it. Yeah. Like you're just, yeah. gonna, or maybe, well, I mean, maybe that's a bad example, but like definitely in the negative sense, when you're trying to find fault in somebody, you'll oh, find it. No, well- right? I it's it's when you're having a bad day and if you keep going down the negative road oh my god like your day can turn out to be really bad but because it's just like you're just noticing all the you know somebody cuts in front of you and when you're having a good day somebody cut in front of you it's like whatever but like because you're so focused on all the crappy things happening to you it's just you magnify all that so definitely well, the, important the, the to toe stubbing positive like, yeah. Like that example you gave, like if yeah. I kick a door, or I stub my toe. Yeah. And, well, if I'm in a bad mood, I am mm. like yell swearing and it hurts more than it actually hurts. If I'm in a bad mood, you're laughing because you're picturing it right now. But if I'm in a great mood, yeah. if everything's been coming up aces today and I stub my toe, it's like not even noticeable. Right. Same yeah. stub. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's because I'm not in a rut, but getting out of a rut is harder when mm. things feel like, like picture like you're in a hole. If we're using like the whole analogy, every little thing that happens is somebody either digging it deeper or pouring something mm. on top of you, right? Yeah. If you're not in the hole and somebody shovels some dirt on your shoe, you kick it off and you keep walking. That's good. I like that for you. I don't even know if it makes sense. Visual. 
Sure. Made sense okay, to me because yeah. I'm not in a rut right now. I'm feeling positive. Okay. Let's talk to the agent though, that has been putting tons of time into whatever form of lead gen, whether it's putting up social media content, doing phone calls, door knocking, and it's been months and there's been nothing. It's just been negative, like Agent. just, pardon? I was saying hello to the agent. We wanted me to talk to that agent. Okay. So I'm saying hello. Hello, hello agent. Okay. Gina. So you're in that, you're in that zone. It's just like, mm -hmm. what the hell do I need to change my direction? Like, do I have to keep going? Like how much longer is it going to take for me to start seeing results from these actions that I'm taking? So we're not talking about the agent that is not taking any action because that's different and that's a different kind of rut um, that people, maybe we could talk about that after, but I think it's the people that are in action that are like, you've told me to do this, or I've been doing this and everybody else seems to be getting results, but what, what the hell's wrong with me? So the first thing that I would say, which maybe is unfortunate to these people who are in a rut again, it's a different version of taking a step back. I want people to understand what is the goal that you have? Is it realistic? Did you set a goal that wasn't aligned with the steps you were taking to get there? And if so, were there small victories along the way and checkpoints that you set for yourself to keep yourself positive, right? We talk a lot, like we're talking now with agents about a lot of these things, like people who want to start door knocking again, people who want to start different marketing campaigns, whatever it is, that's all cool. But if you entered into this with an end goal and a process, and that's what it was, it's very hard not to feel in a rut because as we've talked about in so many other occasions, you're going to live in the valley of despair for a very long time without any push of you're making progress along the way because you haven't set checkpoints that determine in your head that you're doing things successfully, right? So mm -hmm. if it's door knocking, the goal should not be, I'm going to get a listing because I'm door knocking. The goal should be, I'm going to door knock a hundred houses a day, a week or whatever it is. And when you're done with that, what's the measurable you're going after for that? I'd like to, even if in the beginning, the measurable is I'm going to use the first couple of days to refine my script, to determine what works best, to isolate the area that I'm going to focus on so that I can build the right approach. You need to attack whatever you're doing with purpose and with smaller goals than what you have. Because I think most of the time, the rut people get into is because they've got this end goal in their mind that they're not hitting. Mm -hmm. Small goals by definition are easy to, to hit. Mm -hmm. If you're working, like you said, like if you're sitting on your ass and doing nothing, you're in a self-driven rut because you're not doing anything to get out of it, yeah. right? But if, if you're following steps with predetermined points that you want to hit along the way, it's easier to diagnose that. Even if you're not hitting them the way you wanted to, they're reasonable enough that you can get there without completely overhauling your system. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. I think, it, and it goes back to speaking with people that you trust and identifying 
where it is that you might be going wrong or that you might not be seeing the full picture. Like I think of content for social media, like I've been thinking a lot more about it lately when, you know, we're, we're constantly trying to put out more content, but for what reason, like the content, the quality starts to be impacted as you just try to just put more out just for the sake of putting it out. And then you get like, I'm just speaking personally myself, I get frustrated if I don't put something out, but ultimately like I put something out and then it's just not getting a lot of engagement because it's really not all that useful or valuable to what my audience is. So I feel like you can get into action very quickly on things that really aren't going to have an impact on your business. And I think it's really important to have a couple people that you trust where you can bounce these things off of and say like, what am I missing? Where am I going wrong? Like, let's slow this down and figure out what it is that I'm ultimately, as you said, trying to accomplish. Because if you're trying to reach people through the content you're putting out, what is the, con- what, what is that content? And how are you reaching them? Like, it's not necessarily just about putting out the content. It's also about having conversations with people. And so it might not necessarily be directly related to the content. That's a support for showing people that you know your stuff and that you're in the industry, but it's the conversations. And so, um, yeah, I just, I find, you know, the, the advice you get a lot of times in this business is like it's half of what you need to know. And like, nobody ever tells you about the other half of like really identifying like the strategy and why you're doing it. It's like, okay, you have to put out all this content, but nobody's telling you why. And nobody's telling you like, when is it a success? You know, like. That's because that's not for someone else to say. And I think people give you their definition of the answer. Yeah, no, I know. It's just, I find it can be really confusing because- you know, we know what we need to do and a lot of people do it, but again, they're not seeing the results they want to. And it's like that missing piece. You can't really identify it yourself a lot of times because it's, you're kind of doing it, you're in your own head. Well, and and that leads to also not finishing, right? Like Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of times when you're in your own head, we're focused on this perfect output this whatever it was we drew up and when it's not exactly that it feels like a failure but in, in a lot of cases done is better than perfect yeah right at least in being able to move forward on things but it's also to your point not about just continuing to churn and do things for the sake of doing them because that's what someone told you you have to do like mm-hmm. what is the plan that you've got for yourself and what's it leading to? Not just what did other people tell you is the way to do things. Yeah. Um, Like we've learned at our brokerage and all that, people do not work the same way. You cannot put in front of people the answer to their problems that's going to work for everybody. Because people have strengths, people have things they like to do, things that get them going in a way that brings the most out of them. And it's very likely that if you've been told to do something a certain way that just doesn't align with who you are and what you like to do, you're going to be upset 
doing it, but it's going to force you into a rut regardless of whether it's having success or not because you don't feel fulfilled by mm -hmm. what you're doing. Like the rut isn't always just, I'm getting business. I'm not getting business, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You got to enjoy the actions that you're taking. Mm -hmm. And that might take some time as well. You might start doing something and then realize halfway. And that's, that's, I mean, I feel like that's been my last two years is just kind of going down different paths and realizing, oh shit, I really don't like this. Um, and like it makes me feel wishy-washy sometimes or not committed to certain things. But I think over the last little while I've identified, okay, this for sure is not something I enjoy doing at all. Like, you know, whether it's trying to recruit agents to the brokerage or getting new clients to work with, there's a certain way that I like, like, I like, you know, it's to have like, to, to be, for it to be a natural fit where people you know, see you and want to work with you and you're not trying to sell people on, on it or like be this aggressive, like continually calling somebody until they meet with you. Like I can't, I'm just, and, and there's people out there that like to do that. And there's people that, and it works for them because they're natural at it and they just go for it. Whereas with me, it's just so forced. So it's really, it takes some time and some trial and error, I think, to identify how you enjoy um, ultimately building the business that you want for yourself. I, I think you also need to take some time away from, if, if you're living 24 hours a day, whatever this is, you know, your mm. system, your content building, whatever, and you're not taking time to focus on other things that make you happy and that give you some degree of, of fulfillment, even success in that will leave you feeling empty in other parts of your life, right? Yeah. So, I mean, health, whether it's yeah. learning stuff, whether it's being active, spending time with your kids, spending time away from your kids, whatever, right? Like these these things, you need to have some balance um, in order to feel completely fulfilled, but also it's like, in investments, like you diversify a portfolio so that when one thing is down, the other thing is up yeah. and you're never at a net. Everything sucks because you can't be, there's too many things going on. I think the way we live our lives has to be in some way similar to that as well, right? Like within your mm -hmm. business, have a plan. Maybe there's a few different balls that are, are going in different directions, but in your life, it can't just be all work and no play or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, that or could you're be going really to dangerous. be miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Because the moment it goes wrong, you've got nothing to fall back on at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think having other things, sometimes you just need to step away from like all of that stuff. And it, it gives you a fresh perspective when you take some time to take on different other parts of your life that you really enjoy as well. Um, I, I do think that's really important, even, even from a day-to-day -day perspective, like I, I always seem to want to be in the office working, but if I'm in here all day, I get really annoyed <laughs> and then I, and then I come home and I'm like, oh, that was such a draining day. Cause I didn't go out. I didn't meet clients. I didn't have conversations with our agents. Like 
it's, it's so strange because you think that's what you want, but really, is it what I want? No, it's not. I don't know why I think that way. And then, and then generally we're in a worse mood at home towards yeah. the kids, towards whatever. And it's just because we didn't do what fulfilled us during the day and it yeah. transitions into everything else. Yeah. Yeah. You need to give yourself breaks for sure. Whether that's, you know, a break during the day or, you know, maybe it, you need a week just to, just to break, like nothing wrong with that. We should take a week. That'd be nice. We will. Mm -hmm. We are. We're going, we're not right away, but we'll be. Yeah. we have a holiday I mean, well, but, but even that, planned. like even planning things that are positive down the road yeah, is a great way to keep your mind on the fact that everything isn't shitty, right? Like we've got a yes. great vacation coming months from now and we've been talking about it for months and months and months, mm -hmm. but knowing it's there, even on the worst of days, it's like, you know what though? We're going to be having a really good time pretty soon. Mm -hmm. Like today might suck and days suck. So let me take a step back. When we're talking about the, this isn't meant to be a what's wrong with you. You shouldn't be in a rut thing or it's easy to get out of it. There's going to be shit days where none of this is just going to make you like yeah. butterflies and rainbows. It, it, it's, it's days true. suck from time to time, but this sustained feeling of unhappiness and where am I going and nothing's getting me where I want to be is what this is all about because mm -hmm. you should be able to exit that. That's not how you should be living your life. That's not how you should be working your business. It 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 exponentially moves in the wrong direction the more you live within it. Mm -hmm. You don't just flip a switch and get out of it unless you actively do some of these things to work on yourself to get out of it. Yeah. So that's all I have to say about that. Me too. Oh. So yeah, hopefully well, that I was helpful we'll... for you guys. If And I mean, if you... Then. If you're listening and you feel like you're in a rut right now, reach out to us. We're happy to hop on a call and just kind of talk things through. We don't have all the answers, but sometimes sharing a perspective with somebody that is also, you know, doing similar activities on a day-to-day -day basis is helpful just to see if there's something additional you might not think of or something you might need to tweak. So we're here. Caring. Sharing is caring. It is caring. So I hear. We're here to derut you. It's going to be a, a new service at Level Up. Derut de yourself. Derut yourself. That domain's probably available. It sounds weird and crappy. Yeah. Derutyourself.com. I'd you be know. scared. I don't know what that would mean. Someone else go out and buy that. It's yours. We don't want it. But anyway. All right. Thanks, everybody. Now take some time and derut yourself. And if it doesn't work, give us a call. Or if it does work, give us a call and tell us what you did. DM us on Instagram at Level Up for Realtors and we'll chat there. Right Till on. next time. Thanks for listening and take care of yourselves. Bye. Level Up. 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 Level Up.